This message comes from NPR sponsor Carvana, who wants you to know that you can shop for your next car the convenient way, 100% online with Carvana. Carvana has thousands of vehicles that'll fit all sorts of budgets. Visit Carvana.com to shop for vehicles the convenient way. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Dave Mattingly. Former President Donald Trump is celebrating a win in the New Hampshire primary. He defeated his one-time U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley in the race for the Republican presidential nomination. Trump's win in the Granite State follows his decisive victory in last week's Iowa caucuses. NPR Sarah McCammon says Haley is pledging to continue her campaign. Trump focused his remarks on Haley, who's vowed to continue running against him. This is not your typical victory speech, but let's not have somebody take a victory when she had a very bad night. She had a very bad night. Earlier in the evening, Haley had acknowledged Trump's win and congratulated him. In a statement, President Biden's campaign said the New Hampshire results confirmed that the, quote, election-denying anti-freedom MAGA movement has completed its takeover of the Republican Party. Sarah McCammon, NPR News. Despite not being on the ballot in New Hampshire, President Biden won the Democratic primary as a write-in candidate. NPR's Elena Moore reports. Biden won because of a successful write-in effort led by state Democrats. The president deliberately chose not to campaign there because state leaders refused to follow the new primary calendar, which was supposed to make South Carolina the first Democratic primary state instead of New Hampshire. Still, calendar aside, Biden has a win under his belt. He defeated his long-shot primary opponent, Democratic Congressman Dean Phillips. Elena Moore, NPR News. Later today, President Biden is scheduled to speak to members of the United Auto Workers. The union has been holding a convention in Washington this week, with the White House continuing to court voters in swing states, such as Michigan, where the nation's big three automakers are based. Online retailer eBay says it's laying off a 1,000 employees, or about 9 percent of its workforce. The company cites a slowdown in sales being felt across the tech industry. eBay's CEO says the company's staff and expenses have outpaced business growth amid strong competition from rivals such as Amazon. eBay is a $21 billion company with nearly 12,000 employees. A federal appeals court says the government of Mexico can sue a group of gun manufacturers and a weapons distributor in the U.S., The lawsuit, filed in 2021, names Smith & Wesson, Colt, and Glock among the defendants. The court ruled the claims made by Mexico are exempt from a law that typically shields the companies from liability. Mexico says the guns are used to arm drug cartels and contribute to deadly violence in the country. A six-day strike by train drivers in Germany is underway. The walkout is affecting passenger and freight rail in the country. The drivers are seeking higher pay and changes to work schedules. This is NPR News. The U.S. military has once again targeted Iranian-backed militia groups in Iraq. The Pentagon says airstrikes carried out yesterday hit three facilities used by Iranian proxies responsible for more than 140 attacks against U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria in recent months. Over the weekend, militia attacks wounded two U.S. service members at an airbase west of Baghdad. North Korea has test-fired several cruise missiles into the sea in a move that's raising tensions on the Korean peninsula. NPR's Anthony Kuhn in Seoul says these latest missile tests come as Pyongyang is adopting hardline policies aimed at South Korea. 
South Korea's military says the missiles were fired into the Yellow Sea off the peninsula's west coast. It didn't provide further details as the U.S. and South Korea are still analyzing the launches. The North launched nuclear-capable long-range cruise missiles from both land and sea last year. Leader Kim Jong-un recently scrapped the North's decades-old policy of seeking eventual reunification with the South. He says he's abandoned the idea that the two Koreas are one people, instead describing them as bitter enemies. He added that while he doesn't want war, he won't avoid one, and in case of conflict, the North's military will subjugate and occupy the South. Anthony Kuhn, NPR News, Seoul. Turkey's parliament has voted to approve Sweden's bid to join NATO. It brings Sweden one step closer to becoming a member of the military alliance. Hungary is the lone member of NATO that has yet to ratify Sweden's bid. I'm Dave Mattingly, NPR News, in Washington.